What's shaking, YouTube? And I welcome to Lords of the Lombox presents the comic book shakers of the week for December 15th. Ho, ho, ho. We are almost near Christmas almost. time. Can you believe that? I am, not, I am not ready. And everybody's getting gift cards. It's going to be easy, man. Amazon Prime. <laughs> everybody's getting gift cards. <laughs> yeah. Then buy what they want. You know what? That's the way I see it. So uh, while you guys are congregating, let's get some cheerful Christmas music. Well, at least, you know, she looks cheerful. Shall we? All right. In a world where everyone had a Merry Christmas, the time is now. DJ Lady Style, aka the Busy Girl. To lady, just lady style, who's French. So merci beaucoup, mon ami. Um, how do you say Merry Christmas in French? I know mm. it's Noel. Uh, I, don't I don't know, but you got to do your pinky up, right? I should know this. <laughs> Someone in the live chat, hit it up. Uh, welcome to the comic book shakers of the week. <laughs> As I just have random thoughts all the time. The show is brought brought to us from our friends over at coverprice.com for your price guides collections and trends the top 10 list we do every tuesday at 6 p.m and this here shakers list that we do every thursday at 6 p.m pacific also proud sponsor of bird city comics use discount code of l-o-t-l-b to get 15 percent off anything in the bird city comics store um do you guys have a drop this friday Yes, we got uh, Sins of Sinister coming out this Friday. Ooh. It's done by E.M. Gist, who is one of my favorite artists. If you guys are not familiar, he is an oil painter, and his work is incredible. Plus, you know, it includes a bunch of first appearances. The cover has a bunch of first appearances that are going to be in that series. So if you are a fan, definitely make sure you set alarms. Let me go to my email so I can pull the graphic for it. I, I've been so busy. Um, tomorrow at, at 6 p.m. Pacific, right? Yep. And it, it's a really, really strong cover. I've seen some of the other Ooh, ones. I'm very Aunt happy. You didn't send me the image. Oh, no. It's no. in the email. Wasn't it in the email we got today? No, I have a calendar that is set 
that uh, he well, normally. If you puts were on the, the newsletter thing, you'd want to get the email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the newsletter, and you're good. If to Ann go. is there, can yeah, you tell yeah, him to the send me the email? Image. Yeah, is Ann, if, if Ann is around, can you tell him to send me the image so I can show the folks? Uh, I will what, tell him right now. I'm going to text him. Yeah, because um, normally he sends a calendar invite. So, um, and since this is the season of giving, so make sure you hang out because in the live chat, we're giving away a set of um, Bird City exclusives. Plush, number one, who's the artist? That is John Jang, and that is a kinky ass book. Definitely not for kids. Yeah. Uh, I hate Fairyland, and who's the artist? Rob Zinsky. And, oops. Radiant black, radiant pink. Oh, there. Radiant, radiant pink. There so you go. Standing Radi on the supermassive universe, and that is Ivan Tao. Yeah. So uh, we will uh, randomize and pick a winner and uh, ship these to you. Uh, I haven't. Uh, we did one on Tuesday, and we're going to do one again today. It's a season of giving, and I feel like giving back. You know what I'm saying? I'm there a giving kind of person. What can I say, man? Uh, the show is also sponsored by our friends over at myslabs.com. Go to myslabs to sign up for. Um, to sell your books, if you're selling uh, anything over sixty thousand dollars, zero percent seller fees. Can't beat that. And also, you know, one percent. Uh, you're tired of paying ten, fifteen percent. It's like one percent. So you can't go wrong with that. So uh, let's get right to it, boys and girls. This is the cover price uh, shakers of the week, where we look at the biggest or most interesting sales of the week compiled on the weekly cover price. A daily the shakers list you can check that out yourself over on coverprice.com uh, so make sure you check it out we after we go over these 10 that are in alphabetical order we're going to see what's shaking today boys and girls also in order to give get oh um when these three bird city comics uh this set make you have to sign up for a bird city account and you have to be subbed up to lords of Longbox, and if it, it you know like the video you know it'll help the, the that guy al rhythm as they say um <laughs> you know <laughs> all right boys and girls uh this week is very interesting i would say this is a one for ten list well one man i don't even know where the one is what are you talking about there's one oh. that i think maybe but uh otherwise it's it's kind of heavy on dc and golden age uh that's and, true dc got some love today yeah they did so all you dc golden age book holders but there's one on here that's gonna blow your mind shall we get right to it what do we have for the first one let's do it all right number one oh wait there's no numbers here kicking off the shakers list adventure comics number 48 this is from 1940 our man is a pretty unknown character by today's standards. A bastion of the golden age, our man got his powers from a miracle pill his alter ego created called Miraclo. Ingesting said pill endowed him with increased strength, underwater breathing, and vitality, but only for one hour. Thus, our man was born. His first appearance was in this book, immediately becoming a hit during the golden age. Recently, a nostalgic fan dropped a solid chunk of change, parting with $3,120 to acquire a CGC 3.0. On the same day, another fan decided the time was of the essence, dropping $6,600 for a CGC 5.0. Outside of these sales, there is only one other graded sale on our record. An astounding, oh my gosh, $168,000 for a CGC 9.2 that sold earlier this year. With no raw sales on our records, the pickings are slim. 
But for an impressive golden age key, sub $7,000 for a CGC 5.0 is much more tolerable, especially for the modern collector of Our Man aiming to acquire his first appearance, a community that was revitalized when the character made their live-action debut in Season 1 of Legends of Tomorrow and later in Stargirl, which I have to add, my daughter loved that show. Bummed that it was canceled, but she really did enjoy it, so... I think the premise of the character is fantastic. It having is you know, the most random are... superpower ever. Uh, <laughs> that you know, you can you know, he's like after his hours done, he's like useless. He's like, uh, yeah, you know what? You get back to me in, after a while, uh, and then get back I, to I, me. I, yeah, I, like... I'll, I'll hook it up for you. I was. <laughs> Our man was in Stargirl, but I was watching like a DC animated movie where he was in it and um and he was doing it. It was it like took place in like World War Two or something like that. And 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 our man was in it. And it was just so random that uh it's like I can only function at an hour at a time. That's that's me this week after work. <laughs> it's like <laughs> So, uh, Adventure Comics number 48 from 1940, uh, $3,120 for the CC 3.0. What do we cool. got for the next one? Here's your All chance. Right. Here's this, yeah. is the, this is a chance that I thought of people could get on the board. Yeah, you're, you're right, actually, about this one. All right. Our next shaker, we've got Batman issue 308, originally published in 1979. Now, Tiffany Fox is now Batgirl. Well, at least she's Batgirl in the future's end reality. Tiffany Fox has had a long history with the Fox family. She was originally introduced as Lucius Fox's oldest daughter. However, after the events of Flashpoint, she was retconned to be the youngest daughter. You know, in future's end, she was part of the League of Batgirls, alongside legends like Cassandra Kane and Stephanie Brown. Well, her latest sale was over triple its last sale. A CGC 9.8 book recently sold for an astounding seven hundred dollars. Wow! The, now, what was there was a Batgirl film that was basically shot, filmed, edited, done, and everything, and DC decided to shelve, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I think this bump is because um, James Gunn and I think his name is Peter Safran. Uh, I don't know first name, but Safran. It's definitely they're going to be heading up the new DC uh, film universe, and um, they're re-looking at that Batgirl film um, to get a potential release. So that's why I think uh, this uptick is happening because I think James Gunn is like, you know what? Why? You know, it, it, it was uh, you know that's dead money come to life over there. Let's finish it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was it, basically what Warner Brothers Discovery did was. Um, uh, weapons of mass destruction I, this acronym i always use um warner brothers media whatever um they were doing it as a tax write-off to not release the film for some odd reason right um mm. and you know and that's really unfair to the actors the directors the i mean everything down everybody who's credited that made the film right and you know I, 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 even if it was a bad film, they still made it, you know, let it see the light of day. I mean, you know, if not a theatrical release, maybe, you know, pop it up on uh, HBO Max. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, stream that like, thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of dumbfounding. Um, but don't you but think other, it could possibly do better now that it was canceled and he brings it back? It might even, like, come back stronger. Well, what if he says, you know what, I can work with this as a shell. Let's, you know, put some tweaks in and he puts his thumbprint on it. Mm -hmm. It could yeah. be really clever. 
I mean, really, nobody really knows what the real story behind is. Some saying screenings were bad or everything. You know, they can always reshoot some things and, you know, and, you know, bring it back. Uh, you know, and the news dropped today where Cavill came out and said that, hey, I'm not going to be returning as Superman. So and and my take on that was, look, DC has over 80 years worth of stories and characters to pull from. We don't need constant Superman, Batman and Wonder Woman, the big three. Right. There's a whole treasure trove of characters they could pull from. I mean, well, we saw aren't they just with- doing an earlier version of him. So it would make sense for it to be a different actor. Yeah, I mean, because a lot of people are kind of, you know, that whole Snyder, you know, people and, you know, they swear by Cavill and everything. But, you know, I mean, Cavill stopped doing The Witcher, too, and so, which is interesting Ugh. as well. So I heard that uh, he's uh, potentially jumping ship over to Marvel. So we shall see. Um, you or know. maybe he becomes a different character. Just like they're saying, you know, Momoa may never be Aquaman again. But what if he comes back as Lobo? Yeah, but that seems kind of odd to me because Lobo, you can you know disguise lobo to make him look different but you know cavill is cavill when people to see him they're gonna see him i mean if he's not superman who's he gonna be you know what i'm saying Holmes, wasn't he i don't know captain america was was, um um, johnny storm you know that was way back yeah that was a lot that was a long time ago that was back in the the fox days you know uh you know uh, it, it would be great and he you know what that was one of the better parts of the film was uh was him as Johnny Storm and uh, old Michael Chiklis over there as the thing. Uh, I don't care about uh, Alba as Sue Storm. I thought that was a horrible casting. Ian Gufford, maybe, you know, but uh, like Krasinski was like the perfect Dr. Strange, or uh, excuse me, Dr. Strange, uh, Mr. Reed Richards, but. Um, oh, Sue Storm you- was rough, and I like Alba. I think, I mean, she was super hot, back, like not back then but she was very popular back then so you would have yeah, thought that, that role she's not better. yeah but as as sue storm i mean that's yeah, that's just, do you yeah, believe I mean, krasinski is not going to play the character and that the whole thing was just fan service i hope I, not. I, 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 I think he'll be back i think he'll be back you know the fans have spoken kevin feige here's the fan so it's just a scheduling how do you think cavill feels right now he comes back for that spoiler alert and credit scene and and then he basically announces he's back, and then he's like, "No, I'm not back." Again, I'm totally yeah, it's really right it's now. it's really weird how that whole ha- thing yeah. happened because The Rock really pushed it, right? He really pushed it back under the old regime, and then James Gunn took over and said, "You know, you know, we're going to do some different things." So who knows? You know, because The Rock and Cavill share like the same some management or something. It's like his ex wife or something like that is somewhere along those lines. But you know. Uh, if Cavill jump shipped over to Marvel, that would be, I mean, but then I, I always, and then I come to the question, like, who do you play after you play Superman? That's like huge, right? That's like in the Marvel world, who do you, if you were Spider-Man and you played another character in Marvel, who do you play? Cause Spider-Man is such doom a beloved character. Doom. Really? Here's one for you. Henry Cavill, Captain Britain. Oh, that works. I like that one. That, that works, works really well. H and H with the Captain yeah, Britain that's also. What I'm Look saying, that. man, that works. I like that. Yeah, give me Excalibur the whole nine, man. So, uh, Batman number three hundred eight from Silver Surfer. We're getting so sidetracked today. That's, we are so excited. We got to get back to the list. You guys should do. <laughs> Come on, you guys are hanging out, having a good time. Yeah, Please, yeah, yeah, shit, man. Good. So, uh, Batman issue three hundred eight from nineteen seventy nine for seven hundred. All right, get ready for your offer. And if you have proof of life, I will literally send you a hundred dollars. 
Seriously, oh, this, this is 1903, oh. guys. We got Buster Brown and his resolutions number one. Frederick A. Stokes is the publisher. So Buster Brown was created in 1902. It's Frederick. Okay. <laughs> we had this down on the last show too, so never mind. Definitely Frederick. Right. Buster Brown was created in 1902 as the mascot of the Brown Shoe Company. Along with his dog, Tig, the two became very popular in America for more than half of the 1900s. His popularity expanded into live-action films, theater, radio, television, and comic books. While Buster's comics were given away in shoe stores from 1945 to 1959, this rare comic was his first. But it's also a little more special than that. This rare book gets the honor of being the first nationally distributed comic book distributed by Sears and Roebuck. Finding a copy is tough. We've only seen four copies, with this week's sale being the highest at $1,850 for a very good raw. So if you want to thank someone for starting this whole comic book trend, you can thank Buster Brown. Get out of here. That, that I didn't is know this. wild. This is, yeah. this is why this show's fantastic, man. The writers, everyone that's digging up this research on this, that's just... That's next level info. Bro, from 1903. That is absolutely bonkers, man. So, um, yeah. And Sears and Roebuck, is that still around? That's where Anthony and I get met at Sears. Actually, we were both working there. Aw. Yeah. Uh, shit. I remember as, I mean, I'm probably dating myself here, but um, the Sears catalog was a thing, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was um, huge. Yeah. I mean, Sears, I used to go to Sears when I was in my early 20s just to get like appliances, like your washer, dryer, and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but all I have, geez, I have not seen a Sears, um, to be honest with you. That's I don't know if they went out of business. I hope not, because that's like, yeah, nostalgic for me, but I don't know. I haven't yeah. seen one. Do you remember Montgomery Ward? Yep. Oh yeah. I got my first credit card there, Montgomery Ward. Yeah. <laughs> I did too. I had to build <laughs> my credit. <laughs> Yeah, it was like a it was like a three hundred four hundred dollar limit, but you know you had to start somewhere to start building your credit, right? right. So I got a Montgomery Ward card. So uh, there you go, man. So yeah, Montgomery Ward, uh, Sears, got all Mervins. those. Mervins, you used to get my five hundred ones at Mervins, man. <laughs> you get your five hundred ones, and you get your That's Nike, right, man. You get your white little white Nikes. Yeah, uh, Nike Cortezes. Uh, Cortezes. And then, uh, <laughs> hey man, I still rock my Cortezes, man. Shoot, come on now. That's the way we kick it old school on the West Coast, man. That's right. All right. Um, uh, Buster Brown and his resolutions. Number one from Frederick A. Stokes from January 1st, 1903. R.F. Outcult was the artist. Yeah. 1850. Wow. For a three. That seems to me like really cheap for a piece of like literal history uh, from 1903. But all right. What do we got for next one? All right, the next shaker on the list is Godzilla in Hell, number one, the Jeff Zornow EC Comics homage subscription variant, originally published in 2015 from IDW. Now, if you don't know, Godzilla in Hell, number one, is valuable in all covers. Seriously, the standard cover is a steady $50 book with all the other variants that can sell for over a hundred bucks. Now, most collectors would easily pass this over as the Godzilla IDW series didn't sell for anything close to what this does. Heck, 
We didn't even realize it until this EC homage variant popped up on our hot list, selling for a new high near mint raw sale of a hundred bucks. We thought it was just how awesome this cover is with a gorgeous title treatment, but seeing the other big sales made us look into why this sells for so much. First off, it has a very low print run of 15 K and under with each subsequent issue. For some reason, the storyline of Godzilla traveling through five layers of hell, each issue is a new layer, just presented one of the most fascinating and unique Godzilla series you can find. It's one of those stories that doesn't hit you at first, but sticks in your head for years. It's weird, surprising, and pretty deep for Godzilla. It steps way out of the traditional kaiju stories we typically get. It's Oddity makes it a must-have, especially for kaiju collectors. Yeah, I remember buying. I remember buying the not this one in particular because this is like a cool, really kind of EC homage cover. I, if you notice, like the uh, the upper left and the little logos there. Um, but there's some other Godzilla runs that I was collecting, and the and the art on it is so good. It is so detailed. Um, you know, um, God, you know, and I just watched um, Godzilla again the other day. Absolutely love it. I mean, you know, uh, you know, I, I always tell the story of uh, growing up as a kid watching uh, at midnight. It would be the uh, what was it called? The monster movie ma or, you know, uh, monster shows. Monster or whatever. Mash. Is that what yeah, it's uh, something like that. They're, and they used to show all these crazy kaiju. And that's when I really found out about Godzilla. You know, um, you know, it was uh, the creature it features. Was, Creature features. There you go. Creature features. Oh. That's it. Man. Good job, creature features. Yeah, creature features, and they used to show a ton of uh, Toho kaiju films, right? I mean, you know, from Godzilla, and then I, you know, for, and then really deep dive, you know, into uh, Gamera, the flying turtle, which was one of my favorites, which is so random, right? But he was badass. You know, he's a flying turtle for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it, look up Gamera. Um, they and they continue to make these movies up in, in the 90s. Uh, so look at the Gamora Gamera series, it's G A M E R A. Uh, they came out in the 90s, and those movies are pretty good. And it's basically, you know, you know, CGI with guy in giant rubber suit type thing, but I guess for not for a turtle because you know, forever Godzilla was a guy in a rubber suit, right? Uh, but then the CGI got good enough to where they were like, you know, we could do it 100% CGI and and. To me, I dug it. So there you go. But this is dope as hell right here, man. Look at that Ghidra, the three-headed uh, alien being that he's fighting. King, Dude, King. Jeff, you should follow his Instagram. His artwork is insane. He has a very it distinct is. style, especially with his coloring. Yeah, and it's very detailed, too. I yeah. mean, just look at this yeah, cover. This cover. Yeah, and the work. internal pages are like that as well. So mm. a lot of times you don't see the internals as detailed as this. So Godzilla. In hell, number one, the Jeff Zernoff EC Comics subscription variant from IDW for 100 bones raw near mint 9.0 for 9.4. All right, what do we got for the next one? All right, let's keep on shaking. Next up, we have Hannah Bar Barbera, The Adams Family, number one uh, by Whitman. This came out in 1974. I don't understand. Why is this considered a Western? No, it, the, the publisher is Whitman Western. I'm like, yeah. how is this a Western? I was thinking there was like horse <laughs> on the side. 
Okay, moving on. Uh, the wagon, Netflix- maybe, you know. Yeah, thanks, Tiva. Thanks. Netflix Wednesday was released less than a month ago, and it has already been labeled a pop culture phenomenon. To give you an idea of its massive success, Netflix reported that the show has already been watched over one billion hours. That blows my mind. I I had to make sure like that was right. A billion hours. While this book may not have made it into our top list, the show currently ranks number two on the most popular TV shows list. The Addams Family has been a staple of Halloween and horror satire. However, the success of this show has thrown the family's first standard comic appearance back into the spotlight. There's a bunch of random books based first appearances. We covered this last week, actually, on Nearing Nirvana, if you guys need more information. A Whitman CGC 9.4 copy of this book recently sold for a new high of 615. When chasing this first appearance, make sure you pay attention to the top left corner. While the Whitman version has reached a new high, the gold key copy is not too far behind. A graded 9.0 of the gold key version recently sold in late November for $350. Like this isn't a surprise to me at all. That show is just like incredibly popular. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it from start to finish and just how, because I love supernatural stuff uh, and, you know, and just the way it's done. And um, she's your spirit animal. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's definitely my spirit animal where the where she goes. Social media, I feel, is a soul sucking pit of whatever it is. It's so it's so awesome. It's so awesome. And the one line too, where the stoner says to her, she goes, "Whoa, you're like in black and white," you know. And I was like cracking up. I mean, it's just so awesome. But it, but it's also it's you know it's a tad bit dark too. So it's uh it's definitely uh, I can't wait to see season two, man. Definitely, definitely worth it. How many um, seasons do you think we'll see out of this show? Now that you've seen this massive popularity, like people compare it to Stranger Things, but it's outpacing Stranger Things. Yeah, I give it top three seasons. They're not going to be able to afford her. Yeah, you <laughs> <Really>? know what? <laughs> They're not going to be able to afford the her. Thing about um, then focus on the, Bugsley. Maybe the thing about Netflix is they are somewhat you know i don't know they're they're hit or miss there's some shows that they they renew that i you know that nobody watches and there's some shows that uh do well that they don't so you know maybe it's just you know um you know maybe it's just you know i I don't know um (laughs) people i mean you know what i'm saying it's just somebody making the decisions there you know maybe it's it's money wise (laughs) but it's you know you know if she joins the MCU, though, which has been speculated, do you yes. think she'll? That's what yeah, you think she's pretty tiny, though. She's her. so yeah. petite. Yeah, maybe. Why not? But hmm. uh, all right. So, halfway there, boys and girls. Let's uh, hear from halfway. our sponsor, My Slabs. You're tired of, tired of paying 10, 15, 20%? Join the 1% revolution. Tired of paying 10%, 15%, or more to sell your cards, comics, and digital collectibles? How does 1% sound? Too good to be true? Well, not anymore. MySlabs.com is the web's premier user-driven marketplace for buying and selling slabbed cards, sealed wax, and now slab comics and digital collectibles. So the next time you're forced to pay 10% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com and join the 1% revolution. There it is. All right. So uh, Hanna-Barbera, the Adams Family, issue number one, the Whitman Western. From Not a Western. Western. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Within Western. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's uh, definitely yeah. maybe not an offer because, you know, once people saw the show, maybe they were like, I need to go and get it. So you never know. But this next one, good luck. Ofer. Good mm. luck. All right. Our next shaker is House of Mystery Issue 156, originally published in 1965 from DC, getting all the love today. Now, this issue of House of Mystery contains the first appearance of one of my all-time favorite DC series, Dial H for Hero. This comic series is a brilliant concept that has been severely underutilized and is begging for a TV series. The premise is simple. Robbie Ree, the original owner, falls into a cavern during a camping trip and discovers the dial. Each time he dials Hero... How he knew that is still a mystery. The device would transform him into a random superpower being. Each use would produce a different hero with completely different powers. Dialing O-R-E-H would revert him back to normal. Now, over the years, further rules were added. As it would only work for an hour, it would produce only the worst superpowers, and the dial would ultimately destroy the lives of the users. For this reason, the dial was passed on amongst many users throughout the various Dial H for Heroes series and storylines. Each user would either discard it, discard it, or ultimately lose it, leaving the next to discover it. Now, the dial's use expanded into different spelling things, like one user who stupidly spelled horror, transforming himself into a rage-filled monster. While the few Dial H comic series never passed issue 15, there's tremendous potential in the concept. Its use for a hero, villain, or even a monster could present fascinating stories. Regardless, this week, this key sold for a new all-time high sale of $1,039 for a CGC 9.4. Dang. TiVo, you're muted. Yeah, this goes <laughs> what I was saying earlier, that there's so many properties that DC can do, right? You know, I mean, Dow H for Hero. I mean, just like, like in... No, I hate to draw comparisons to Marvel, but nobody ever called for a Guardians movie, right? Nobody, you know, nobody at all, you know, and, you know, and look how well it did. And then on the, on the same side of coin, you know, Suicide Squad, you know, nobody asked for a Suicide Squad movie either. So, you know, I mean, you know, there's, there's other things out there, you know, we can still this have is our. Basically the collectors out there saying, Hey, what crazy obscure thing <laughs> could gun turn into a hit? Some crazy small DC property. And, the, and that's what some of these are. Maybe, maybe he's looking at some of these. Maybe you know what they say about the tea leaves. Mm. What? Gotta read. Gotta you gotta read the tea leaves. When you see books are popping up, they're popping up for a reason. Somebody knows something. Yeah, sometimes for uh, people know something, they tell a friend, and you know that's how that's how it works. You know, you'd be you'd be amazed. So, all right, um, House of Mystery number one fifty six from nineteen sixty five, CDC nine point four for one thousand and thirty nine Bonards. We got up next over hopefully i say this one right we got tales to astonish number 93 it's los vegadores number 120 this came out in 1967 this week we have an incredibly high la prensa book to talk about a cgc 8.9 
Tales to Astonish number 93 sold for $784. Okay. This beats out the last U.S. sale of, of an 8.0 two months ago by $225. This book was published about one year and three months after the U.S. edition. It was the first time Latin American countries got a glimpse of this beautiful Marie Severin and Frank Giacoya cover. It was published under the Avengers run, Los Vengadores, which gave it, in my opinion, a sleeker title, title header and really put the focus on the cover art. It is incredibly hard to get this La Prensa book in high grade because the paper they used was newspaper thin. An incredible sale for the foreign market again. The foreign market continues to rise through these turbulent times. Are you paying attention yet? Yeah. I mean, it's the foreign market. It's like uh, we've been talking about it. I mean, uh, you know, ad nauseum, it's, it's, it's a, it's, you know, I would say during the pandemic, it really took off. Um, you know, uh, people, I always say when people see the Pence covers, uh, we're not talking about Mike Pence, but you know the the yeah. actual Pence, you know, on the <laughs> which is a whatever penny and in, in the UK, you know the they, they didn't they didn't buy them, you know, but now they're they're at a premium because people realize that you know in in Europe or wherever they're they were buying these, you know, they, they buy they sell them in Mexico. There's Australian ones. There's uh, French editions. There's Spanish editions. And they're just they're, rare, man. They're cool. I would want this <laughs> in my collection. They yeah. are very cool, but you really have to know your stuff if you're buying these. Like there's these True. subtle, subtle differences that you see on the covers and with the writing. We had somebody on the show actually to talk about foreign comics, and it's it's kind of intimidating. I well, think because I could imagine there's a huge bootleg foreign comics. How are we going to know if they're fake or not? You know, it's tricky. You exactly. really have to know your stuff. Yeah, it is. Um, you'd be surprised. Um, so there you go. Um, so Tales of Sonic number 93, the Mexican edition from Marvel, July 1st, 1967, 784 for an 8.0. Wow. And that's just classic Silver Surfer, too. That's classic. That's definitely Kirby or at least Kirby esque. Um, that drawn, uh, that, I'm pretty sure that's Kirby that they did. They used the there. All right. Um, Tales of Sonic number 93, get ready for a giant offer. Another giant over. Are you guys ready for this one? Next up on the Shakers list, we've got More Fun Comics, issue number 73, originally published in 1941. Again, from DC. Take a close look at this cover because I will emblazon this in my mind just in case I ever run across it. This book has some serious chops. Not only does it feature a wonderful Dr. Fate cover, but it also features not one, but three first appearances of some of the biggest characters of all time. It features the first appearance of Aquaman two years after Namor, as well as Green Arrow and Speedy. Now talk about iconic books, but books of such stature often fetch an equally imposing price. Recently, a CGC 6.0 sold for an incredible $90,000. Damn! A substantial jump from the last price it went back for in 2017 of 55 grand. Now, five years is a long time, especially after the unprecedented market boom the industry experienced. Some may think that was but a glitch in the matrix, 
but this book is seeing consistently record-topping sales across multiple grades. A CGC 2.0 sold in April of this year for 72 grand, while a 6.5 sold for over 100 grand. And that wasn't even a record, but it's still substantial. Now we're talking bonkers money here for graded copies. One reason being there are only 36 total on the CGC census. Talk about rarity. Raw copies appear to be even harder to get a hold of as there are, ready, no sales. In <laughs> Collectors tend to know when such a coveted key crosses their long boxes, aiming to slap them in a hurry to protect the piece of history. What do you think of that one? It's incredible. I think that's pretty goddamn awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Very nice. I think that sounds good. Uh, Anybody that? have this? Anybody? No way. Get the hell out of here. But somebody could. Somebody in the chat could, right? Maybe? 1941? No, no I, yeah. I had no idea. You know, you'd think that, well, you try as, as you grow older and you're a seasoned collector, you think you want to be able to identify covers and say, oh, that's the first appearance of this person. That's the first appearance of this person. That's the first appearance of this person. Right. I didn't know that I, if I would have saw this cover before, I would have never said, oh, shit, that's the first Aquaman in Green Arrow. <laughs> I'm with you on that 100%. Right? 100%. I would never have guessed. It's a Dr. Fate on the cover of Fun Comics. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, three major, I mean, you know, appearances there. I mean, you know, uh, I'm a huge Dr. Fate fan. So, you know, seeing him in, 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 um, uh, Black Adam, that was pretty freaking awesome, man. But, but yeah, this was a grail of mine, but uh, no longer. <laughs> More fun comics issue number 73, 1941, for a cool $90,000 right on the dot for CC 6.0. That's some time travel shit right there. A 1941 books that you can get for 6.0. Uh, 6 yeah. All right, what do you got for the next one? Okay, this one's kind of fun. So RoboCop, Wild Child number one. This is the photo cover. This is Avatar Press 2005. If you haven't been paying attention to RoboCop, then let's catch you up. His first key issues, meaning the first appearance and first ongoing series, are on fire price-wise. Both issues are hitting new highs lately. Robo's influence on pop culture is everywhere. And most recently, he was included as a playable skin in Fortnite. I actually own this skin. Exposing the character to new audiences. Frequently seen shredding the guitar on the Master of Puppets emote. If you guys don't know what an emote is, you can kind of dance in Fortnite. Oh, God. It's really fun. The original film from 1987 is on many lists as one of the best science fiction and action films of all time. And among the best overall films of the 1980s. It currently holds a 91% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Basically, RoboCop is awesome. With the attention on his key issues, collectors have been branching out to some of his better variants. Last week, popular YouTuber Mercenaut featured this book in one of his haul videos. For many, this is often the first time they've seen some of these covers sending viewers online to pick up a copy. This variant is pretty tough to find in the wild, hence its new high sale this week of $60 for a near-mint raw. Also, photo covers used to be toxic in aftermarket sales. However, collectors have flipped on this, especially for iconic pop culture characters like RoboCop. Note, 
If you notice recent sales, there are a bunch of $4 sales peppered around this big sale. This is due to my comic shop still listing this every other day for $4 each, which of course sell instantly. Once those run out, the market value on this will most likely increase, or you might just get lucky. So wait a minute. You're telling me I can just like peruse my comic shop and wait for a $4 copy to drop every once in a while? I mean, yeah, unless you're like working. Well, you could put little notifications on. You could like say, I'm looking for this, and then they'll send you an email. I'm going to do that. But then you click on the email, <laughs> you go, it's sold out. That's true. You got to like be really dedicated, I think. But if what you got to do is you got to get on the newsletter of <laughs> Bird City so that you can get the advance notice. <laughs> TiVo. Uh, and that's a perfect segue to uh, what's dropping tomorrow from Bird City Comics. Boom. There it is. Oh, look at that. This is oh, this is cool, right? Like, I'm not, this is not even me as Mrs. Bird City. I just think this cover is so amazing. I See, think any cover really with sinisters on it, it's, it's going to be dope. Come on. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, can you give us more deets? What's the deets on this? So this is going to be launching tomorrow. I believe we have it for 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you're going to want to set an alarm on the so site. It's not, uh, usual time? Yeah, usual time. Most Bird City people, like we always launch on Fridays, our, our relatively big books, and then we launch on Tuesdays if we have like indie stuff. So yeah, regular time. Just make sure that you are subbed to the text line. We'll send you a text the moment it goes live, and yeah, you can just click on the link and head on over. Yeah, who's the artist on this? This is EM Gist. Again, he's an oil painter, so I have a huge respect for that craft. Oil is not forgiving. Uh, this yeah. is, he paints these things, and it's just incredible to me. He's also a teacher. He teaches art classes, and yeah, big fan of his work. That is pretty cool, man. So uh, there you go. Uh, so you, that drops tomorrow. Code, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Can you? I'm not sure if you can use them on new launches, to be honest, but I'll find out for you guys and uh, we'll take it from Unless there. there's already a discount that's uh, applied to it, you can apply it on, on new ones. I, I tried it before. So you can. Oh, use nice. Use, <laughs> you know more than I do then. There you go. Everybody. Use discount code of LLTLB to get 15% off anything in a Bird City comic store. So uh, there you go. Six plus first appearances with this book, guys, too. So. Yeah. That's awesome. That is a dope-ass cover. All right. So uh, perfect segue. Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> no problem. All right. What do we got for the last one before we see what's shaking the day? All right. The final shaker on tonight's list. We've got Wonder Woman issue number 28, the Jones 1 in 25 steampunk variant, originally published in 2014, again from DC Comics. Now, last month, in our November 11th report, we covered the Superman Wonder Woman issue number 5, Dan Panosian 1 in 25, which sold for a new high of $400 raw. Well, just a few weeks later, this Wonder Woman 28 variant sold for a massive new high sale of $1,925 for a CG CGC 9.8. Of course, that was the one week we took a break from our weekly market report. Yet, with an even bigger sale this week of $2,000 for a 9.8, we were given another chance to cover this powerhouse variant with an extra 75 bucks on it. Now, DC's February 2014 steampunk-themed variant month is proving to be one of the more valuable variant sets out there. Get digging in them long boxes. There you go. Um, 
Yeah, so gosh, good lord, nine point eight for uh, two thousand dollars. That's pretty amazing, man. That is, uh, I, it's mind-boggling. I'm sorry, but one in twenty-five. You know what that is? That's pay him. Pay that man his money. <laughs> we concur. Uh, hold on one second here. Um, we need seamless transition, TiVo. Come on, man. That's what I was trying to do. I am all the little the, segues. The StreamYard giveaway thing doesn't work for me. Um, so you are that, cursed. So with the that. IT guy, this it doesn't work. Have you restarted your computer, TiVo? <laughs> well, there's a, I found out there's a, there's a there's a Chrome extension that you can install. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, because whenever I try anything outside, like other comment pickers, it tells me that. Uh, uh, comments are disabled extension yeah so i'm like uh befuddled here um because you know when i do it it just says 30 viewers 30 and i and that's zero seems to cap at 30 with this yeah for you that's weird yeah that is 100 people in here maybe there's only 30 people who are actually commenting though because i think it's gone you know in the 35 38 if, if anybody wants to get entered in this giveaway, Tivo wants to give away some books. Yeah, just hashtag free, man. No, just hashtag just drop, drop a hashtag. Hashtag free, free and you're going to get this set. Uh, Radiant Pink. In the, plus, in the live chat, folks. Drop And I hate Fairyland. Uh, so in the live chat, put Cheers in hashtag free. And in the meantime, we're going to see what's shaking today, boys and girls, as we do a seamless transition. Now that um, <laughs> seamless, they're the seamless transitions. Yeah, I still don't. By know the way, if anybody wanted an update, remember uh, on Tuesday's show, I mentioned that I was starting an ASM 300 on my Webhead Wednesday. Hmm. It went well. <laughs> it went really nice. well. <laughs> nice. Congratulations, man. So uh, let me scroll through here. This is the top 10. You can tell. Uh, got a little peach mocha in there. Mm-hmm. So anytime I, yeah, you know what that means, right? Whenever I invoke the name of peach mocha, uh, do I, let me see if I have it. Uh, so you can't be teasing it. Hey guys, it's Lou here. Your out of shape comic book collector. And I'm welcoming you to another episode of what to put in your box. Oh man, you're not gonna believe this, dude. Your book came back a 9 8. A 9 8? Karate kick! Oh. <laughs> hey guys, it's Comic Lou here, and this is another episode of our top 10, where the comics we talk about, ironically, are on my eBay store. And I'm here, joined by the comic sensei from Alaska himself, Kevin. What's up, guys? We got our top 10 books. This is on our top 10 here. It's a uh, Peach Momoko. Peach Momoko! take a look? I love Peach Momoko. I love Peach Dude, what? Dude, it's my book. Dude, stop! It's my book! Dude, stop! Man, I'm T-Ho from Lords of the Short Box. Screw that guy, British style. Yo, DJ Curse Words, kick it. Man, what the fuck is that? As always, shout out to Lou. 
We got our friends over at Ages Comics of Alaska. Uh, so uh, these are the weekly movers. Uh, oh, Dark Web. No, Spider-Man 2009 and Spawn showing up. Damn it. I passed on this book too, man. I Was that my LCS? You passed I was like, on Gargoyles? Yeah, no Gargoyles. Way. Yeah. Jeez. I passed on that. Yeah. I'm Jeez. ashamed. That's sad. Yeah. Uh, there may be Gargoyles. some copies left, but uh, that Daredevil cover is real nice looking. Uh, obviously, Secret War is always getting love, but we're here to see what's shaking, boys and girls. Shake it. Are you showing? Um, oh, no. Oh, yeah. We always see this one. This one is gnarly. Crimes of Suspense, issue number 28. A little beheaded woman on the cover here. The jolting tales of tension in, in the EC tradition. Pre-code horror, obviously. Uh, obviously. You, know, you, you can't have little Timmy buying this, you know, when coming <laughs> home. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, four, like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, four thousand seven hundred twelve dollars in a raw find, uh, uh, right around there. So, uh, I bet it all actually. Uh, if you want to jump on that, they're gonna all start. I mean, what I tell you, see, there, there's there's a yep. theme to the show, man. Justice Read Society of America, these. right? There's a there's theme a to the show, of DC man. Properties getting bought up right now, exactly, man. Hey, man, there's a ton of stuff that uh, DC can do just besides Superman. Wonder Woman and Batman. I mean, you know, we got old school Green Lantern on there. We already saw Hawkman and uh, is that our man? I think that's our man. Is it? No, that's Dr. Midnight. No, my oh, bad. Yeah. Right there in the cover. <laughs> really? really? Yeah, okay. I'm stupid. Uh, this is from 1947, $4,150 for a CGC 8.0. That seems like a steal. If you can get an 8.0 from 1947, man, that's right. That, there are deals to be had right now if you if you know what you're looking for. Yeah, we've had this mad book on here before, so we're not going to talk about this. Um, mm. and we just you know, starting to pick up on this second all row. Spider Man is all up in here. So we got a Rob, we got a CC 8.0 Punisher. Hey, what did I what did, what did, hey, what did I tell you? Wait, what did what? I tell you? What? what did I tell you? Captain Britain. Ah, you called it. He's called Prince it Prince, Captain Britain. Uh, I wonder why 12, that book got hot all of a sudden. That's weird. Still super cheap. $1,270 <laughs> in a 9.8. This is the first appearance ever. And um, because uh, this is a, the UK version. And then he appeared, I believe, in Marvel Team Up uh, in the 616. And this one, I do believe, has a mask inside of it, too. Yeah, there's a free uh, Captain Britain mask inside of it, too. So, God, Tivo, 12... I hope you're right. I hope you called this and it ends up actually coming true we had a long-term spec list that captain britain was coming if you remember in uh i want to say in infinity war in endgame uh when steve rogers goes into the um what's her name's office um uh and carter carter, Peggy, carter yeah, yeah right yeah she's, she mentioned she's she on a mentions, phone call with him she mentioned somebody named braddock is on it yeah. So, you know, read the tea leaves, boy and girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cover price. What's up, man? They say, what What's if Cavill is doomed? That's what I, I called he's, earlier. He's man. too good looking of a dude to put in a mask. A I'm mask sorry, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You don't you put know. a mask on him. He needs to just shine. <laughs> <laughs> he just needs to be effervescent. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, know, like you don't put a mask on him. Mm -mm. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, you know, and probably he's so yoked, too. I mean, that's why Captain Britain would be like, you know, uh, would be perfect i think you know but you, you know we we send it's coming so hopefully you guys have picked it up man um 
yeah let's see what's uh let's continue to see what's shaking today boys and girls um but to do little iron no the first appearance of thanos wow how the mighty have fallen how the turntables have changed turned um here's that book we were just talking about this is classic uh Oh, you know what? Go to the book we were just talking about because there was a question in the chat I would love to look up. Pull up the book we were talking about, the what right next to the giant size X-Men. Hmm. Uh, and then this one? what is the uh, what is the issue right before it worth? And what's the issue right after it worth? <laughs> so 1039. That's a good question. Right? $10. 10 bucks. <laughs> sale. And so 10 the bucks, issue, baby. Issue right after it is $15. So huge discrepancy. So uh, yeah, there's a reason why people, you know, collect, right? You know, wow. they, they pick and choose. You know, and there's people who are, are uh, completists too who want to get the entire run. So uh, you never know. Ah, one of my favorites, right here, right Doctor Strange number one sixty nine. Look at this cover. I, I actually think Doctor Strange number one is better than the Bruner cover, but this is still, you know, dope. You know, look at this cloak and. And this is it goes Strange Tales up to one sixty eight, and then Doctor Strange at one sixty nine. Correct. I'm pretty sure I own this too. Yeah. So it was Doctor Strange and Strange Tales, and then it, they did the same thing with Thor. It was Journey into Mystery, and then up, and then all of a sudden they just changed it over to Thor, uh, and then but they didn't change the numbering. Um, you know, that was just the way it did back then. Nowadays, you just have numerous volumes of everything. Um, wow, this really reminds me of the 70s cartoon when I see this. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, doo -doo -doo. I'm still trying to get this stupid. Uh, if anybody has a good comment picker, put in the live chat because the StreamYard one is not working for me. Uh, I, I may have to close my browser and go back in because I do. There's a StreamYard. Um, extension uh chrome extension so i don't know if you what do you guys use uh when you guys are using it um laura that's on like there's no there's no big secret to it. we just do the giveaway with the forward slash giveaway i know but what but what browser are you using uh oh, using chrome. chrome yeah always chrome. chrome what are you using i'm using chrome all right hmm yeah. So and so Chrome requires an extension. So uh, you know, eh, free stuff. What are you gonna do? So hashtag free for uh, put in the con live sh chat if uh, and then we'll uh, give away some comics. Oh, we I could do it differently much. too. We could always just ask everybody like, what color was TiVo's hat at the beginning of this thing? Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> well, funny. that's weird because eh, what a colorblind <laughs> no, people are gonna be like? Wrong. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> Marines in action starring Rock Murdoch versus the Reds. How much how manly is that name? Rock Murdoch. Come on Rock now. Murdoch. From Marvel 1956. Wow. Uh, well, this is Marvel I think got uh, on the list. What? Yeah, this is Atlas Comics. So really it was before before and then Atlas uh, ended up being bought by Marvel or uh, changed names, but uh 787 for raw no grade. Wow. That's highest known value. Um, you just don't see these on the market. Marines in action. I meant uh, that's pretty dope, man. I'm very dope. Uh, one of my favorite covers. I love these frame covers. When I say frame cover, typically there's like yeah. a black, um, uh, an image 
inside of it. And the Bronze Age, Marvel did this a lot. If you think it was about in 72, 73. Yeah, they did this a lot. Um, if I go back here, watch, you'll see uh, Ghost Rider. My birthday book is is yeah. October 72. Ghost Rider did so it I'm as well. See, it's books. like a it's a frame cover. Um, Where My Night did it. Um, uh, you know, so, you know, if you're a side collector, you know, you know, 20 centers, baby, 20 centers, 20 and a couple my birthday book, centers. my birthday book sucks. I mean, unless somebody from cover price on life, can tell me what's anything from 70, uh, Mar uh, July 71, you know, but otherwise there, I, I was looking, I was like, man, there are no good comics that came out during that time. So, um, which is tales. Look at that Ooh, blonde in a red dress. Yes, please. Yes, we ah. have a good girl. We have good girl good action girl. here. Good girl art. So, yeah, this is right up my alley. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Some in the live chat, tell me what's that link people use that has a spinny wheel? You know what, uh, what are you going to put everybody's name in the wheel? You fucking like know. Random. Oh, fuck that's no. Are you nuts? It, 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 See, see, that's why we can't pick colors because it's not actually black and white. Is that it's, it's not a black it's, and white? It's, it's, dark, it's dark. It's green. It's dark. It's, it's dark green. green yeah. But his camera yeah. sucks. It's not my camera. It's just dark green, man. I can't help it if you know it doesn't pick up subtle shades. So, uh, you know, got to. Damn, I love light. that. I told him like your hat looks black. <laughs> yeah, funny. I do have a black A's hat though, so I'll give you extra credit for that. One. We we um, could we could ask a question, put the answer in the private chat, and then the first person who pops it pops up the answer. I like that. That's so much fun. Yes, because all right, go on to do that. Uh, all right, I'm going to write a question in the private chat, and you guys tell me if you think this question would work. Okay. All right, I'm going to continue to shake things up while you guys are doing this. Um, here is uh, what Ant likes to cosplay as for uh, Laura. Um, Yankee Comics wearing his striped uh, jammies there. Starring Yankee Doodle Jones. Right on. Yeah, they got the same build, too. It works. Who had Yankee Doodle Jones on their uh, checklist? Jesus Christ. That is a pretty outrageous costume it's like stars and stripes and all the Tivo, wrong places i'm gonna put a comment in the private chat okay it looks like it's from you or uh, probably because yeah my, lucy i tried the uh stream yard giveaway and it, it doesn't pull up <laughs> it doesn't work for ours it doesn't pull up a goddamn thing like we have over 110 live viewers uh and i do the stream yard comment picker Laura, can uh, you check the private chat and answer that? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Oh, okay, yeah. That's a good question for the for the live chat, because if they were sitting with us, then they know. That's a great question. I love it. Okay. All right. TiVo, check well. that. Yeah, dude, when I do hashtag free and it just says nine comments, so that's so crazy. But you know, know if you agree with that question and don't don't say the answer out loud, then I'll put it in the I'll drop the comment. I think it's actually working though because there's oh. way more than nine names. You know what I'm saying? Like it shows there's uh, only nine, um, but it comes up with more if that makes sense. So put in hashtag free uh, for these uh, giveaway of uh, these Bird City comics. Um, so I'll continue to put them in, boys and girls. Hashtag free because it's a season of giving and we want to just give stuff away because that's what we roll, man. Um, I will give away my black and hat, ace hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
let me see if I start collecting comments now. Will it actually pick a winner though? What is your social? <laughs> no, don't put your social in. Just kidding. That was Liger. All right. So uh, let me see what's <laughs> in the. Um... Ah, okay. I'll tell you what. We're going to do two giveaways. All right. We're going to do a random comment, uh, randomizer, and then we're going to do a question. Okay. Oh, he likes the question. Good. All right. The question's good. So you, I'm. We're giving away two sets, boys. Two and girls. sets. Two hey, sets. Change, change this picture. Put it. Put not. Don't put us up there. But put the cover price. Just the shakers. All the shakers up there. Uh, okay. Get out of this book. You're in the all Yankee right. comics. Yeah. What you don't like? <laughs> you don't like Yankee Doodle Jones? Come on, man. What's wrong? Yeah. Yankee Doodle Jones. Man. Um. God. Yeah. Anywhere there's... on there. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we're gonna do two different giveaways. We got the hashtag free which you're going to use that randomizer. And then we're going to pose a question to the chat. And the first person who answers that question correctly will also win a book. TiVo, you're giving away another book. What do we, what do we got? Yeah, we're giving, uh, first of all, we're going to be giving away here. I'll stop sharing now since we're over uh, the, the witching hour here uh, as the boys and girls like to say. Our chat, um, buddy. Our chat cracks right. me up. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we're here. going to give away two sets of these okay i hate fairyland radiant pink young guys if you guys follow gertrude and plush all right uh a set for a random comment and also whoever answers this question i'm gonna put uh, the question in the chat okay we ready uh wait let's get a start line first make sure you have live chat enabled enabled not not top chat okay first of all make sure live chat is enabled and uh, I'll put a starting line in and then I'll put the question. All right, go for it. Oh, I spell starting line correctly. Peak heel, really? <laughs> I need to stop stop reading the comments. I get so sidetracked during these shows. So like the people it looks like, like it's from you, but that's all right. And then there you go. Here's the question, everybody. First one to answer that question is going to get a set of books. All right. I'll let Laura answer the question since this is a related yeah, to James got it like crazy fast. Holy moly. Like James I don't even think he would post. Wow. <laughs> All right. Cool, Congratulations, James. Congratulations, James. Uh, <laughs> my God. You know what? I love our viewers, man. Our viewers pay attention. They're hilarious. They play along. They like posting the offers. Good for you, man. Uh, so James, hit me up on my socials. Our Instagram is probably the Good best job. way. <laughs> um, hit me up on Instagram, uh, Lords of Longbox, uh, TiVo14. Don't do TiVo because it's some chick and she always <laughs> tells me. Dude, she always tells me I keep on getting tagged for comic books, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but if you look Lords of the Lawn Box on, on Instagram, you'll also find me as nice. well. So um, let's uh, do a drawing, shall we? Yes. Okay. Let me pull up the page here and I'll share it because it's a season. Of, it's a season of sharing, man, and we want to share with you guys these we wonderful Bird City Comics exclusives. Yeah. Uh, but in case you know you you want to buy stuff off the Bird City Comics store, you can also go uh, use the discount code of LOTLB to get yes. 15% off anything in the Bird City Comics store. And so that drops on Friday. So let me put this in. Uh, let me share this page. Oh, Alex Ross, I wish. I want Alex Ross. I want Jeff to call. We just got Jenny Frizen. Josh Middleton. I would love to get a Josh Middleton cover. Nice. Yeah. 
He won't, res- he won't um, respond to my DMs. It's really sad. Okay, let me share the... What am I, stupid? Yeah, I'm stupid. I'm sorry. Dave, who's gotta... your favorite artist? Modern. Oh, that's a good question. Um, Modern artist, though. Perillo. Really? He's Mine is Jim amazing. Chung. <laughs> yeah. Mine is Jim Chung. Yeah. I absolutely love Jim Chung. Modern think, artist, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jim Chung is just incredible. Internals, uh, covers, everything. So, all right, boys and girls, let's see. This is the, uh, for the second set, you can tell this is from today's show. This is, if you use the hashtag free, um, uh, cover price asked for interior or cover. Good question. So, I mean, Jim Chung kills it with covers as well. You know what I'm saying? So, but Turner, you know, is I, I don't consider Turner a modern uh, artist because, you know, he did most of his stuff in the 90s and he passed away. So, unfortunately, but yeah, but Turner is probably my all time favorite, you know, of the modern era. Uh, he passed away way too young. Um, right. you know, um, same guy, um, what's his name that did the darkness? Um, God, what's excuse my name right now. Darkness. Not not Turner, but um so he was part of the image revolution, not spawn, not Liefeld. Um and also I'm uh, I have a kind of weird thing with uh Joe Mad as well. I know his stuff is kind of weird Silvestri? and out there. Yeah, Mark Silvestri is one of my favorites too. Mark Good Silvestri. Job, yeah, his art on the on it was absolutely fantastic. Um so uh, let's Ty give away some stuff, man. One. Let's start collecting <laughs> comments here. See how it only says 12, but it actually pulls more names than actual 12. So what are you going to do? It's free, right? So let's draw. There's way more than 12 names there. You can tell. Oh, there is. That's so bizarre. It is. Yeah. Oh, winner, David Mason. David Mason. All right. So, two winners. So, congratulations, David Mason. Merry Christmas to you. David Mason, hit me up on Instagram with your address so I can uh, ship you out these books. Also, congratulations to uh, who who got the the other one? Uh, The other one will slide up in the comments. It was. James. There's James. Yeah. James, James. Crider. Yeah. James Crider hit me up on Instagram. So I'll send you a set as well. Also, James Mason hit me up on Instagram as well. I'm sending out two sets. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> After this, my week of my week of work, it's I went to the seven hells. I went to the seven levels of hells of Dante and I saw the, the Satan's anus. That's how my work week is gone. Okay. <laughs> Is that is that descriptive that, enough? That, that's pretty brutal, man. The imagery yeah. there. Thank you for yeah, that. Solid. Yeah, went through the seven hells of Dante's <laughs> Inferno and saw, and I came out of the devil's anus. That should be a tagline for something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, so. it shouldn't be a tagline ever for anything. Ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thank you everybody for joining us in the live chat. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Uh, we still have uh, two weeks of shows now before the end of the year. So um, nice. until uh, Laura, any last words? 
Um, not really. Just again, make sure you're following Mrs. Bird City on Instagram. Follow Bird City Comics. We have this drop tomorrow by E.M. Gist. Again, this is a really important book, not just because the cover is amazing, but also it's six plus first appearances. So set your alarms. It goes live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And as JB mentioned, sub the newsletter. So that way you get notified and you sub the text line so you get notified. And yeah, you'll know the second we drop anything. Oh, and one other thing. We are doing mystery boxes on our site. There are 20 of them. I think they're numbered. I think four or five of them already sold. But basically how that works is you buy a mystery box and we take those proceeds and we go and sponsor an angel for Christmas. Yeah, uh, it's really neat. We've been posting what box bought what kid what. Um, So if you are interested, if you want to go sponsor an angel, but you don't have the time or whatever, it's called get a gift, give a gift. You get your mystery box, which includes a slab. And we go out to Walmart and buy an angel on your behalf and buy them all kinds of goodies. So check that out. That's awesome. Yeah, we did one today. My daughter and I went to Walmart and sponsored a little girl between ages of, they don't tell you all the details. They just tell you like the sex and the age. So we got a little girl between ages of 12 and 14, a bunch of like hair stuff and nail stuff. That's so cool. Yeah, it was good for her to do that. It was fun. Tivo's muted again. Yeah, I used to be a big brother for uh, Big Brothers and Big Sisters of America, and um, we used to we used to you know you know we used to like uh, us, uh you know you do hang out with the kids and whatever you get one and you take them out and it's really sad. Um, and so myself and the big to do the owner of the comics uh, TNT uh, uh, one year uh, we basically you know said hey donate toy send us toys and we'll give them away and we had. Uh, just a van full of toys it was awesome <laughs> during the pandemic we really couldn't do that so uh hopefully maybe we'll bring it back next year um you know giving back because remember you know there's kids out there that maybe get one toy if any um so you know it's well and it's the kinda... walmart worker today told me that um, i swear to god this is true she said oh you're the first person to sponsor an angel oh, in the last no really really slow this year like these angels just aren't being chosen which i mean i get it yeah because i remember when i worked in my company too they used to have one uh you would just pick a name uh you would just pick it and they would tell you that it was a boy or girl in their age group right and so you know i always wanted a boy so i can get them like some you know action figures or something like this you know and (laughs) i'm like oh man here i am buying like a Powerpuff, yeah, because then you is. bought an extra action figure for yourself, and yeah, whatever. yeah. So, ne- next you know, I'm buying a, I'm buying a Bratz doll. I'm like, what the fuck? What the hell is this, man? Uh, JB, any last words? Uh, yeah, thank you everybody for for sticking around tonight. We had another fantastic show, and you know, we're back on Tuesday for that top ten list. <laughs> and uh, and hit me up on Instagram. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. Comment of the day: the bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Should never even brought that up, but uh, the devil's anus, it's it's in the MCU. I'm sorry. Wow. So wow. There you go. Okay. It's, there it's you real. go. All right. For Laura Bird City Comics and JB from Discovery Comics, it's TiVo. Keep digging in the long boxes. Peace out, boys and girls. Have a great weekend, and we will see you back again at it on Tuesday. Until next time. Peace out, y'all.
the world's sweep breaking hero. Created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Their mission to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. Oh, that the Lord is up there. Um, What's in the box? 